Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. With AI becoming ever more popular in projects that we see in most tech companies and also a lot of creatives, I think that there is you know, a lot of people that are definitely interested in how this is going to be regulated not just from a you know a governmental perspective but also from a company-wide perspective there's a lot of platforms like fiverr that take on a lot of content there's platforms like kickstarter that you're able to create projects on and people want to know you know like what is being generated by ai on these platforms right there's been a lot of talk about you know how consumers will know so recently kickstarter has made a adjustment and a change to their policy I'm talking and addressing specifically the use of AI in projects on the platform. So today we are going to be diving into what they have said and how they have found themselves in the crossfire of this AI um, situation. So a lot of generative AI tools like Stable Diffusion and ChatGPT typically employ um, to create, you know, these are the ones you typically use when you're creating art and text and such. They were trained using publicly available images and text. So the interesting bit, though, is the fact that these obviously lack credit to whatever original text or image that was being pulled to create what they had. So the ability to opt out for artists, photographers, writers, right, everyone has been pretty non non-existent up until this point, right? If you wrote a post on Reddit five years ago, it probably got sucked into um, ChatGPT, OpenAI's giant database that was used to, to train ChatGPT. And there's not really much you can do about it at this point. However... A lot of the companies behind these AI tools say that, um, you know, they're kind of within the bounds of fair use, doctrine, which particularly in the U.S., but not all creators really agree, right? There's a lot of controversy around that. ChatGPT, OpenAI, they say they're good. A lot of people complain and say, you know, we should have been paid for whatever you trained on, um, especially where there's, of course, monetization of the AI-generated content or the AI tool itself. So responding and coming into this whole controversy is kickstarter who recently announced a new policy change they're going to be doing which requires ai-based projects to provide quote relevant details um, about their ai use on their product on their product pages so this information includes how a content how ai content will be used which parts of the project are original and which are ai generated um, and, you know, you can kind of imagine someone's writing a, a book, they get a bunch of people to fund their creation of the book, and then the whole thing's generated by AI. Um, maybe people would be concerned about that, and maybe that's what Kickstarter is kind of uh, coming at it from, with the angle they're coming at it from. I think in a pretty significant move to kind of support transparency and consent, Kickstarter's also requiring new AI-related projects to disclose information about the source of their training data. So beyond if you're just 
you know, creating a book or a video game or something that uses AI assets, if you are creating an actual AI company um, that is, you know, developing some sort of AI technology and you want people to back you or fund you on Kickstarter, you actually have to talk about the source of your training data. So project creators will need um, to detail how their sources handle consent and credit and will have to implement their own safeguards such as opt-out or opt-in mechanisms for content creators. So if you are training, you know, a data set to be able to create better images, for example, um, and you would like to get money from Kickstarter, you actually have to have an ability for people to opt out of joining your data set um, in order for you to, you know, be able to use their platform. So I think these disclosure requirements um, could also be a bit controversial just in themselves, despite obviously the efforts of people like the European Union to keep uh, these kind of practices in law. So one example is that OpenAI has kind of refrained from revealing its recent systems training data sources, you know, and they said this is for competitive and um, legal liability reasons. Um, but a lot of people are just saying that if people knew where they got it from, the people would complain, and so that's why they're not saying. So I think the new Kickstarter policy is going to take effect on August 29th, so there will be no plans to enforce it retroactively for projects submitted before that date. Um, that's according to... Suzanne Page Katz, who's a Kickstarter's director of trust and safety. So in a blog post that was shared with TechCrunch, um, Page Katz actually explained the rationale behind this whole policy. So she said, quote, we want to make sure that any project that's funded through Kickstarter includes human creative input and properly credits and obtains permission for any artist's works that it references. It builds trust and sets the project up for success. So the policy will be enforced by essentially introducing a new set of questions in the project submission process where creators are going to be required to disclose whether they're using AI technology in their projects and if they have consent from the owners of the workers um, used to train or produce you know, their AI tools. So once submitted, AI projects are actually going to undergo Kickstarter's standard human uh, you know, moderation process. So they're actually going to have to be looked over by an actual person. Um, and then approved projects will have an added use of AI section to their project uh, product pages, which is going to be indicating any AI components on that. So PageCats also emphasized that transparency is kind of what is really being wanted by the community, right? People backing some of these projects, uh, they want the they want the transparency on this. And then she also warned that any undisclosed use of AI may actually lead to a project suspension, right? So if you are if you're doing something uh, that you're not supposed to and you say you're all good and they find out they will actually suspend your project or they can suspend your project. They said, quote, we're happy to directly answer this call from our community by adding a section to the project pages where backers can learn about a project's use of AI in the creator's own words. So Kickstarter first kind of signaled its intent to revisit its policy on generative AI last December. Um, questioning if, you know, using media owned by creators or others in an algorithm's training data constituted copying or mimicking an artist's work. And the platform has since been, I, I'd say they've been pretty cautious towards, you know, its new policy. Um, in one case, I think it banned a group called Unstable Diffusion, which was fundraising for a generative AI project uh, with no safety filters on it, uh, which, you know, has been controversial by many. Um, in another instance, I think a project that used AI to essentially plagiarize a comic book was initially approved, but then it was later removed. Um, so obviously, even in, with human moderation, it's a little bit challenging unless, you know, someone brings it up. 
And I think with this new policy, Kickstarter is really just trying to aim to foster transparency and ensure that proper credit and consent mechanisms for artist works um, are in place. And that's potentially setting a precedent for other platforms that are kind of in the same space looking at what the controversies might be around that. Overall, I think this is a fairly decent policy. At the end of the day, I think users deserve more transparency on AI, where the content came from. Now, will we see this out of someone like OpenAI or Midjourney? Um, I I doubt that they'll be doing that soon, but one can only hope. And I think that this is definitely pushing it in the right direction, putting pressure on them to, you know, essentially disclose eventually where all of their content comes from, being able to cite it um, and, you know, inevitably uh, compensate the the people that originally created it um, in in some way or shape or form that is uh, financially viable for the platform, obviously. But I think that'll be where we kind of move in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.